You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. phone hello governor yeah where you get that refurb well i'm yeah i'm gonna get it right i just like to keep it on to for the beginning of the podcast so i make sure everything's working properly before we get going look at our spikes i should say super spikes spikes seem like lines but you know what i mean yeah same basic principle i'm picking up what you're putting down buddy how we doing we're doing good scott doing good pretty good i think we're doing pretty good doing pretty good doing pretty good uh-huh yeah it's been it's a Good great time. opener to the podcast. Yeah, we're, fantastic. We're low opening. energy. I don't know. We were we were flying high, and then we hit I'm, record, and now we're like. Wah, I'm usually wah, well. Here's the thing. I'm usually a couple drinks in by the time you get over here. This is my first drink so far, so I got to knock back a couple of these bad oh, boys. Oh damn! Should hey, we, what's Adam drinking tonight? What drunk is Adam getting tonight? Fuck if I know. Have you checked your Gmail by the way lately? lately? I, I said I was gonna keep doing. It. I've I've been forgetting to do. I'll it. check it right now. Anyway, we're back. We didn't uh, record last week. Uh, uh, had had some untoward business that need to be taken care of. Scott I was, was out of town. Busy. I yes. uh, last minute thing. I ended up going to Akron, Ohio, home of the Goodyear Tire. Um, my sister and her husband live there, and I went to a tiki bar. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm it, not seeing anybody sending us emails, so I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, there's emails, but they're junk. It's like spam. It's like spam and shit, so I think we're good. Yeah. I uh, went to a tiki bar. Never been to a tiki bar. You know... Not all that is cracked up to be? Is that what you're they, No, me? no. It's everything is cracked up to be. I will, I will die on that hill. I will defend a tiki bar, but it's not what you think. It's not what you think. See, I was ignorant in the ways of tiki culture. Until the pandemic. I feel like during the pandemic, when we were all locked inside with nothing to do, like jiggle our jollies and pretty much know, yeah. watch Netflix and be bored and order DoorDash. Tiger like, King came at the perfect time ti- in, Tiger in, King, in this universe. I'll talk about that later, too. I got I to yeah, think about Yeah, dude's running for president. I heard from jail. Yeah, but he can do it. It's legal. Yeah, Donald Trump's going to be running for president from jail, too. So... <laughs> Too we'll soon? See. We'll see. Too, we'll too see. soon? We'll okay. see. Um, we can no, only hope. No, but uh, I feel like during the pandemic, people needed to find hobbies. Yeah, I wish, hobbies. I, I wish I could have done that. I was too busy still doing my school shit, which was even harder. Bullshit, Adam. Don't talk about school. I'm not school talking about school. Is, School's done. School's done, though. They haven't sent me my fucking diploma yet, though. I'll say that. School might not be done, folks. <laughs> I may have to go back for a semester. <laughs> Shit. That's freaking great. No, I know what I got in my last class is the last semester, so I'm, I'm good there. I'm good. I'm good. If you have to go back, you're going to burn his mother down. Yeah. It's going to be a really bad time. It's going to be a really bad time. Um, nah, I'm fine. No, but, I'm no but right around the pandemic is when I really, 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 like dove headfirst into like the vintage toy collecting 
which I've kind of... Uh, You've kind of like taken a little step back on that a little bit. It's an expensive hobby. It is. So I kind of took a step back. I still enjoy it. I still have a lot of the stuff that I purchased during my prime, but I'm not as hunting and into it as I was for a while I collected there. my first toy this this, this week. It's not, it's not vintage toy, but you know, I collect my first. It's right over there on the coffee table. There's that box right over there. <gasps> Can we show it? Yeah, you show it. Grab it. Grab okay. it. It's right there. Dude, you got to talk about that. It's fucking cool as shit. I love that thing so much. I am a massive, massive fan of the old uh, Fox Kids, now Disney show, Gargoyles. I fucking, it's one of my 90s classic shows. It's something that me and my mother kind of bonded over. And this comp- company called NECA. NECA's a good company. They, they make some pretty like high-quality uh figurines and i got me a brooklyn they got this cool little door you can up so you can take a look and see what it looks like look at that shit look at that motherfucker right there now they make goliath i got my mother a goliath you got she loves Goliath. i got i got her a goliath so they make all kinds they don't just make garbage they make all kinds of different figures and shit oh i know i have i have some of their whore figures i'm not even a whore guy but they're really cool looking did I, I opened it up. I, I'm, it's going to stay in box. I'm not taking it out of the box, but I did open it up to make sure all the pieces weren't broken. But it is like, it's very light, but it's well put together. Like, it's very cool. I'm see loving it a lot. Yeah, check that. that. Yeah, check that out. It's a little hard with the glare, but like, you, you can get a good little glimpse I'm trying, of that. I'm trying. Yeah. We'll take, we'll take a photo and post it. <laughs> yeah. It's very cool. Later. That's my, Dude, fa- that's that's my favorite gargoyle. My favorite gargoyle. Brooklyn's your yeah, favorite? Yeah, he's, he's cool. He was like the cool guy gargoyle. He's, he, he It even comes with sunglasses in the uh, package. Pleasure. So, yeah. Cool. That's, uh, that's, that's good, clean fun. That's good, clean it is. fun. It's good, good, good home. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, oh, hobbies, oh, hobbies. 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 So, uh, this other guy I know, he, what's it called? Being a nemesmatist? <laughs> I'm, I'm mesmerist? Nemesmatist? You're coin collecting. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a mesmer, like no, 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 not mesmerizer or whatever. A nemesmatist. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Something along those lines. But he was a coin collector. Maybe that's maybe that's postage stamps. Maybe it's just maybe just like instead of all these crazy names, just say what you're fucking collecting. I want to sound intelligent about it. It's like it's like who who like who are the people that collect insects and shit like that? Like what's that called? Can you spell this word, by the way? Nemesmatist? Nemesmatist? No. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> I will do my best. Nemes, nemes. Is a herpetologist, is that a reptile collector? Herpetologist? Ichthyatologist is a somebody who studies fish? Autocorrect is not helping me out nemesmatist. at all. Well, well, anyway, it's irrelevant. A friend of mine started coin collecting. Kind of a cool hobby, because those can be worth a pretty penny. <laughs> no pun Yeah, numismatist. 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 See, I knew what I was talking about. But anyway, my brother-in-law, friend of the show, Brandon, he got into the tiki culture. And it kind of rubbed off on me a little bit Isn't lately. Isn't that cultural appropriation? It is, but it was appropriated a long time ago. And I don't really know. I wish he was here to talk about this because it's, it's actually fascinating. My idea of tiki culture was very different than what it really is. It's like Brady Bunch. I was kind of thinking more along the lines of like they go to Hawaii. Jimmy Buffett. We went to the Jimmy Buffett concert. You know, people just yeah. like like 
funneling beer and like wearing like plastic fake grass skirts and coconut bras. I think it, you're confusing just a bunch of frat I think you're confusing boys. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy with a frat boy culture. Yeah. I think you're conf- no frat boy culture like took that over. That's like that's like the Walmart version of tiki culture. That's not true tiki culture. Tiki culture is like 1950s and 1960s. Are you a tiki hip, hip, hip or hipster now? Is that, is that kind of? I'm not, but I kind of want to. That's be. a real tiki culture. Let me tell you about real. I want to be. I'm, I'm not. I'm not there yet, but Brandon definitely is. He built his a, entire tiki bar in his basement, and it's like a lounge, like with lighting. It's all vintage f- furniture and like record players playing like tiki music and an old bar and you make fancy drinks and dude it is so cool it is a really cool thing to have that much time on your hands well, it was during the pandemic and he right, just right, I guess. he just kind of rolled with it we all had time on our hands during the pandemic you fucking people had time on your hands maybe school was closed don't give me that school bullshit it started in the, in the middle of a semester what are you talking about anyway I enjoy, so I went there, and we went to a tiki bar, and I had a lot of fun. Got really wasted. The drinks are strong. So I want to take you sometime. I want I'm to, down. I want to do this. I'm down. I wish we had a tiki bar in town. I said maybe we What's should What's like open. the attire you would wear to like a tiki tiki bar? Oh, funny you should ask. Hawaiian shirts. Oh, but really? like But like classy ones. Oh, classy Hawaiian shirts. Not right, like right, the right. bright colors with like parrots smoking a joint. Like we're talking like. One solid color with like palm trees or you know, pineapples on them, like real, real, real classy, you know. And you listen to like Elvis's Hawaii album, you know. It's it it it's an experience. That's that's an experience, it's an experience, yeah. dog. And I love it. I love it. I'm I'm is I'm the diving weed, in. Is the weed culture part of that whole thing too? So I so I should leave, I should leave the vape at home then. I mean, no, bring it. No, definitely bring it. Um, <laughs> but hey, yeah, you got to put a little twenty twenty three spice into it. A little twang in there. A little twang. In that the I think that fits more with the the commercialized frat boy tiki culture, like the Buffett concert. What smoking weed? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's so much weed smoking at the Buffett concert. I think Buffett himself smokes weed on stage. Like, why wouldn't you? I mean, he definitely point, does. He definitely does. Anyway, so went to a tiki bar. Lots of fun. Got hammer blasted. Didn't make it home in time to do the podcast. Nope. So my B. Left us here hanging. But here we are. It was just me in front of a screen. Nobody just nobody, just me staring at myself like, oh, okay, here we go. So, uh, yeah, but we're here tonight. Yeah. Almost missed tonight, but uh, I was in Newcastle. Yeah, it was, out like, to it was eat like eight at a bar. o'clock. I'm like, oh, or it's like eight. I was wondering, like, is he gonna? We're gonna do the podcast? Yeah, we're, we're here. We're here. We're doing o'clock it. Rolls. I'm like, I should probably text him and we're doing it. Figure I was, it out. I was out at a bar in Newcastle. Um, went to a dance recital before that. So who won? We all all winners. We're all winners. It's a recital. It's not a competition. Fucking libtard. <laughs> one of my favorite. Th- whenever I get that, I always, I always like to respond with, "I've been called worse by better." <laughs> uh, so it's like the old Rick and Morty. Your booze mean nothing. I see what makes you cheer. <laughs> I love that. I love that <laughs> line so much. I or we're not supposed to like Rick and Morty anymore. I don't are we? know. I don't know. I, I think he's been like let off from all whatever charges he had or something like that. I've heard some 
ups and downs coming from that. I'm I'm not watching any new Rick and Morty right now until I figure it out. But there aren't any new Rick and Morty right now, is there? Good, I've missed anything then. But I kind of we talked about this before. I like Rick and Morty, but I feel like that show got too commercialized. Like it is now, but it's not the fault of the show though. It's not the fault of the show, but but when it was brand new, it was like clever and cutting edge yeah. and it was it was kind of charming like yeah and now it's just like you get douchebag 11 year olds running around with their pickle rick shirts they bought from spencer gifts and it kind of like come on man yeah but let it go buddy let it go let it go so uh yeah your booze mean, mean nothing to me i've seen what makes you cheer what a great line what a great line so we got things we got to talk about tonight, but here's a question. Do we talk about the bad stuff early in the show or we leave that to later in the show? You know what? Let's let's rip the band-aid off. Let's There's a lot, a lot of people announced their presidency uh, recently, Scott. Yeah. A lot of people announced they're running for one of one in which was a kind of a shit show. DeSantis, his, his announcement. Oh, yeah. DeSantis. Yeah. Oh, Ron DeSanctimonious, as Donald Trump always refers to him now. Did like, you see Donald always calls him Ron DeSanctimonious. Did you see Donald Trump's son? His his like he was, he came out like on like a video trying to bash DeSantis, but he mixed up DeSantis' name and Trump's name, and he just kept saying Trump. Like, who does that? Because he's coked out of his fucking mind. That's why. Dude, but it's like, his name too. <laughs> like I can here's see the thing. It. it wasn't even like a flub where like he said it DeSantis or he said Trump he and he's like oh, I mean DeSantis. He just kept going. He like with that it. was his job. I was like, all right, buddy. Dude, he's gonna get a spanking from Daddy. <laughs> that was that was ooh. That anyway, was that was a rough one. Anyway, yeah, Tim Scott, I saw I saw his announcement. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, his microphone quit working halfway through his like the speech of a lifetime. I like, saw that too. Yeah, like this dude, he doesn't have a chance to win. Not no, at all. He doesn't. Like first of all. He doesn't have a chance to get the nomination, the Republican nomination at all. I don't know. I don't know that much about him. Neither do I. Um, he's way too conservative for me. But that being said, he's like a young guy. I think he's got a bright future. But this is his first time running for president. He doesn't have a chance, but he's using it as like clout. Yeah. And he's making the speech of his lifetime and the freaking microphone cuts out. Like, are you kidding me? I kind of feel bad for him. I don't like the guy. I don't, I don't feel agree, bad. I don't I don't bad agree with his at politics, all. but damn, that sucks. I don't feel bad I mean, for we've him. had technical difficulties on the show before. We have lost episodes somewhere out there. They're in the ether. There were some of the, the best ether. some of the best content ever. The reason why we're we don't have two million followers right now is because we lost those episodes. We Go had ahead. an interview with a stripper. We actually a did. Bisexual, that's a that's a real, that's a, that's a not even bisexual a, stripper was our guest on the show. That's not and a, she had some stories. That's not fake either. We're not just making that up. <laughs> and that's that really episode, We lost the whole episode. Could have been like it could have been po- podcast award worthy. I do feel bad about that episode. <laughs> that, yeah, I really feel bad I about mean, losing that one. In your defense, I'll defend you. We were in our infancy of the show. We were still the, getting our sea legs. It was back when the show was portable. When I used to carry, we did do a portable show around with me just to do the show, and things got fucked up. What are you gonna do? 
So yeah, we used to take our show on the road sometimes, and our equipment wasn't quite as good as it is now. And when you don't have quality equipment and you're transporting from here to there, we went through several microphones to quit working, soundboards, uh, mixers. We had we had issues. Yeah. And but that was a great show, great show, and it's lost forever to time. Yeah. I think I'm gonna start a uh, GoFundMe, and if, if you want to donate to like our GoFundMe or whatever, or Patreon, maybe we'll start a Patreon. Get you know, so we can get better equipment. You know, if you guys want to, you know, do that, maybe I'll start that, and you guys can just give us money because we want free stuff. Capitalism, right? That's at its finest. Am I right? At its finest, sir. So this, okay, besides all the presidential, not, fuck, fuck all that bullshit. Okay, whatever nonsense. Okay. You know, Biden's Ooh. being Biden's being really cool to a baby and. Comparisons to when Baby was crying in Trump's speech when he was all pissy about it. I saw that, too. All that, all that, whatever. The big, the big politics news, the debt ceiling. Mm. What's going on there, Scott? What's the deal there? First of all, explain to the people, because I've seen this question a lot. What does the debt ceiling mean? What is is this big issue with the debt ceiling? I mean, we've had government shutdowns before. Not for very long period of time, but this is different. This is going to be like not just a government shutdown. This is going to be like a default. So that means we can't pay our bills. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to cause some problems. From what I understand, and I'm no expert on the economics of this, but from what I understand... It's going to affect people's social security payments. It's going to affect veterans going to get VA services. Prices, everything are going to go up. Well, yeah, prices are going to go up, and it's just unemployment's going to skyrocket. It's basically um, they're talking with about with government like, shutdown. It's going to be people are going to be laid off. Yeah, you're going to have to run with like skeleton crews, and it's, it's going to be basically bad. We've run up a high bill. And it's like we're we're we have a credit card and we re- hit the limit on our credit card and we're like to the credit card company, what if you like raise our limit? That's basically what the debt ceiling is. Yeah, that's essentially yeah. what it is and what it boils down to. So I like that's that's a good. I, I've heard that uh, description of it and uh-huh. I think that makes the most amount of sense. But but it's this shit is like a thing. For. It's shit we've already paid for. It's not like we haven't paid for it. But this is a thing that like has happened a lot of times. Yeah, like happened under Trump and. They just raised the debt ceiling. But from what I understand that the Republicans are fighting this under Biden. It's, it's the, mini- the minority Republicans, like the Margie Taylor Greens and the Lauren Boeberts of the, of the oh, party. Matt Gaetz. Yeah, it's, the it's those Jim ones. Jim Jordan. mostly those ones. I mean, don't get me wrong. All the other Republicans are backing them up, but it's mostly them and fucking what's his speaker of the House, what's his fuck. Yeah. So. McCarthy or whatever. Yeah, Jesse so, Jesse McCartney. We might be looking a lot of. Sorry about that. A lot of people worried that we might be looking at like a second Great Depression if shit doesn't like go the way we want it to go. So. Oh how no! About, how about please. We, how about we? How about we cut the cost of the military budget? That's hot, hot fucking take, guys. But that's part of the negotiations, and that's. But they don't want to cut the. But the Republicans don't want to cut exactly, the military exactly. budget. 
Democrats want to cut the military budget. Isn't like this year's military budget they got a raise now that we gave them like eight hundred seventy-seven billion dollars? You know what? I'm like wrong. I'm wrong. The Democrats don't want to cut. They want to cut it, but they agreed to not cut it. Yeah. They just don't want to raise it as much as the Republicans want to raise it. Yeah. That's the problem. The Republicans are not willing to negotiate. Did they like last year? They like failed their audit, and then they still got more money. Or some shit yeah, like I, I I heard something about that too. I, I don't know how accurate. I cannot confirm Either or deny this. Either way, we could cut like two hundred billion dollars from the military budget and still spend more money on our military than like any other country. So we spend more money on our military than I think it's the next eight countries combined. Yeah, it's it was and something like six that. of those eight countries happen to be our allies. And that's just nonsense. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I want a strong military, just like the next guy. Goes to like, doesn't a lot of that money go to like private military companies, contractors, and and third party? Yep. Yeah. Like that's where a lot of that money goes to. And because the politicians are in the pocket of these lobbyists, the military industrial the military industrial complex. Man, it's there. It is. Hey, it's capitalism, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Way man. to go. I see a lot of people sitting there talking like, whoa, it's such bullshit that we sent so much money over to Ukraine, like all, all that money that we sent over to Ukraine. Couple couple quick points there. Uh, number one, it only makes sense that we would send them assistance because they're pushing back Russia and we don't want Russia to expand any more than they already are. It kind of only makes sense. We don't want to go to war with Russia, but we don't want Russia to get any better or get more land or get more resources. So... Let's help the people that are actually at war with them. Point number two, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, but from what I understand, when they talk about the money that we send Ukraine, it's not just us writing checks and sending money over there. It's also along the lines of, like, let's say we've got an old jet fighter that's sitting in a hangar that hasn't been used in like a decade, and it's worth like $2 million. We send that to Ukraine and be like, here, you can have this jet fighter. On paper, we've given them $2 million because we Wait, gave them the a jet. A jet's worth $2 million? I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out there. That seems awful low. I'm just throwing a number out there. I feel like I'm throwing regular a... people could buy a $2 million jet. Yes. Yes, they could. I don't yeah. know the number. I don't know the number. I'm just throwing a random number out there. Okay. This, it's, just okay. A, it's just an example number. So on paper, we gave them $2 million because we gave them a jet. That's worth $2 million. I'll Google what a jet's worth. Do you remember Pepsi points? Yes. Yeah, I remember Pepsi points. You remember that guy who got enough Pepsi points to win the jet? I and do then, remember that And story. then Pepsi didn't give him the jet? I think about that guy a lot. Like, I, I hope he's okay. He, he should have got his jet. I remember being a kid and seeing the commercials. And I'd be like, oh, that'd be sick to win a jet. Like, I like Pepsi. I drink a lot of Pepsi. Maybe I'll save enough Pepsi points to win a jet. And it was just like the absolute stupid amount of points to win the jet. And I'm like, oh, that's a fake made up number. Like nobody could really get that jet. And some asshole got enough of the Pepsi points to win that jet. I think they made a documentary on this, but I've never watched it. So from what I've looked up, the unit cost of a fighter, it's talking about this deal or something like that with this manufacturer. The unit cost of a fighter, I'm assuming current fighter, is about $75 million. That's more like it. That sounds more accurate. That sounds more, I was going to say $100 million. But I'm, but I'm talking, we, we, gave him, we probably gave him like something older, something like a decade oh, older yeah. or something like that. So it's like, hey, it's, it's lost its value. You saw Top Gun 2. You saw Maverick. Well, when you drive it off the lot, it immediately loses its <laughs> yeah, right. value. So 
<laughs> you're more likely to get in an accident on your way home from the yeah. on your way off the lot. No, but seriously, Maverick. He had one of the old planes, and he kicked the new plane's ass. Remember? Yeah. That was like, oh, that was a boner-inducing like, scene. Yeah, but it's like if we gave him one of those new jets, we basically gave them on paper $75 million. So we're not just, like, giving them money straight up entirely. We give them some money, sure. I'm not saying we don't, but I don't know. The world's going to hell in a handbasket, Scott. You know what? I'm okay with it. At this I'm, point, I've what hit can my point do? in my life, in my 34 years of my life, where I'm like, I'm getting a little tired. Damn. I say this all the time. <laughs> I'm getting super tired of just living through history. I'm getting sick of, th- and like, his, when I say history, I'm talking about like historical disasters. That's what I'm talking about. We got, think of all the disasters that we've been through in our lifetime, Scott. It's exhausting. It's it's tiring. Let's talk about something fun, Scott. Yeah, I don't care about this. I'm done talking about that. I don't want to spend the whole podcast. I don't really care about this too much. I just want to know what your opinion on the debt ceiling whole fiasco was. And if you're worried about like when we default. No, I I don't care. I don't care. I've seen the, like you said, we've seen so much shit in our over three decades of life in this country. I don't give a shit anymore. I've I've seen so much bad crap that it, it doesn't faze me. An- another re- another recession. Oh well. Oh like, darn. Inflation's going up. Shit. Oh no. What are we gonna do? Anyways, did you see? The, did you see the new Ant Man? That's great. Like, it's <laughs> fucking sick. Marvel. Right there. Marvel's gonna be putting out content. Yeah, they are, and we're gonna Mar- be eating it doesn't up. Doesn't matter if we're like in a recession, we're in a depression, we're in a zombie apocalypse. You know, Marvel is gonna be pumping out content, and. That's okay. I'm okay with yeah. it. Ant Man. What's up about Ant Man? The Wasp, Quantumania. I Quantumania. finally watched, I sat down and watched. That I watched movie. it. Yeah, I watched we can talk about it. What What do you think of it, Scott? I like your opinion first before I shit all over something. You see, <laughs> see, here's the thing. I, think I gave my opinion already. I've in our listeners and our viewers who've been with us for a long time, they know this. Yeah. They know that I'm the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed optimist. You're right on your knees every summer sucking Mickey Mouse. And dead. you, sir, you, sir, are okay. not. I come at things with a more critical eye. I mean, that's one way to put it. Or you could say you're just a fucking asshole. <laughs> that's another way of doing it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, you're just very cynical. How about that? I am cynical, yes. Yes. Because I... Because at this point, I've seen it all. You got to really show me something that I haven't seen yet. And guess what? With this movie, I've seen this movie before. More so. often than not, I'm like, oh, it was good. And you're like, oh, it sucked. I'm like, oh, and we argue about it. This movie was dog shit. Right? Yeah, it was dog this shit. Su- oh, my God. I wanted it to be good. I wanted to like this movie so bad. And after I got done with the movie, I was like, that movie kind of sucks. Yeah, it was this bad. It kind of is just shit. First of all, um, never before... In any of the Marvel movies, I understand that they're in the quantum universe and it all has to be so like much potential. CGI and it's be like crazy shit going on. And you know, to its credit, there were some mind fuckery shit that did happen occasionally. But like never before had it been more obvious that actors were on a green screen stage than in this movie. It was never before more obvious than in this movie. Like I felt like this movie was made back in the early 2000s because it just felt so unrealistic. It felt so fake. With Disney's money, especially because, here's the thing, this is supposed to be like the kickoff of the new Big Bad. This is the next Thanos. This is Kang the Conqueror. This is supposed to be the kickoff point of the next, you know, generation of Marvel movies. Well, that's not entirely true. I see what you're saying, but 
we've been introduced to Kang yes. in Loki. That wasn't Kang really, but it was. It was a. It was a. It was a version. It, it was a, a variant. Yeah. But like this is like when we actually see him. Like this is what the um, he who remains was so afraid of. This is we actually finally got to see it. And I'll be honest with you, wasn't that scary? Wasn't that intimidating? So we're talking about Kang the Conqueror here, and we're gonna talk. He's supposedly this big, huge, bad guy. Okay, Compare, his, his comparable whole, to Thanos. Compa- his whole story in this movie is he's so bad that the others exiled him to this quantum universe uh, place. He's so fucking bad that he got exiled. That's the point of the movie. The other bad think he's too bad to be bad. Yes. Yes. But at any rate, here's my problem with him. Good. He's supposedly to be like Thanos. And Thanos, when he fought, he had the mother effing children of Thanos. He's got Call Obsidian, Proximina Midnight, um, uh, the other guy. I know all their names. I don't, I, I used I don't know to. any uh, of their names. Ebony Ma. Um, he's the magic one. He, I remember he's the magic one. The other name will come in. Regardless, they were like kick ass. Right? Yeah. They kicked serious yeah. ass. And they went to fought when they were fighting, who the hell was standing right with them fighting? Thanos. Thanos was with them fighting the whole time. Like he it, wasn't he, he wasn't fighting with them, but he would let them fight first and then like when we first in were Infinity introduced to War Thanos, in Infinity War, he didn't he didn't jump in until Hulk came around and then it, that when Hulk came around he's like, Okay, now I'm gonna fuck shit up. Infinity War and Ed Gabe he did. In the in the First Avengers movie. The first Avengers movie, they sent an army. He wasn't really there, but that's because they didn't know how. That was a Loki. That they was more of a Loki. It thing was more anyway. of a Loki thing. Here's my problem with this, in, in, with Quantumania. So, Kang keeps sending his his minions, the the Quantum Knots, right? Yeah, they call, that's what they fucking call them. And they're they're that in the comics. I remember the yeah. Quantum Knots, and like, they're just like. I always compare them to the putty. I compare them to the putty from from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. They're just cannon fodder. They mean nothing. I call them paper people. (laughs) And that's what they are. They just, like, like you just, Scott just blows through them like it's nothing. And he just keeps sending them to fight. And they just keep losing. And it's like, you're so tough. Go, Go take care of it. And then at the climax of the film, he finally does go fight. And he loses like the villagers with pitchforks and he torches. He loses to bugs. <laughs> he loses to ants, Scott. He lost to ants. I got a problem with the ant army. I'll tell you. I'll talk about that in a second. I'm gonna talk about something. Something that's kind of cool that I did like. So what was kind of cool was some of the conversations that Kang was having with um, Scott. Some of the conversations mm-hmm. with that, like for example, whenever uh, Ant Man and his daughter were imprisoned, and then Kang comes down to talk to him, make that deal and stuff like that. It was pretty cool because it kind of expands on that multiverse thing where he's like, which one were you again? Were you the one with the hammer? Kind of like that kind of so to imply that he is. I saw a fan theory about the, also when he mentions the hammer thing, too. I'll talk about it in a second. But it kind of like expands on the whole universe thing where it's like, oh, I've ki- I've killed so many Avengers. You have no idea. Yada, yada, yada. But like the cool fan theory was what if because in order to travel back in time, you have to go through the quantum realm. What if the person with the hammer he's talking about is Captain America instead. But he doesn't kill Captain America. Do we know that? Captain America comes back at the end of Endgame as the old man Steve Rogers. Is that a variant? Is there some multiversal shit going on? Uh, It was just a fun little fan theory that they were talking about. 
Okay. Since he's been stuck in the quantum realm and uh, Steve Rogers has to travel through the quantum realm to go back in time. It was pretty cool. Other than that, though, other than that conversation and him showing his force of power, he was so weak. Weak. He, he, it boiled down to a fisticuffs fight between him and Scott at the end of the movie. So here's my problem with the ant army. Now here's, here's my other problem with the ant army. So apparently the reason why this, there's an army of ants is because... What's his name? Older Ant Man had a ant farm of like super intelligent ants that got sucked down in the quantum realm with them. Hank but Pym. they, yeah, Hank Pym. But they got sucked down apparently further mm-hmm. into the quantum realm, so they experienced like thousands of years of life, and they've expanded their culture, and you know they invented the to- technology, and they became even smarter to the point where they came back up into the higher realm of the quantum realm to help Hank Pym fight. But they just acted like ants. Like these weren't su- they were like these were supposed to be like super intelligent like civilization of ants, but they resorted to like crawling all over him and like biting at him, and then they had like a giant ant f- that could fly that just crashed into a ship. And I'm like, if you're supposed to be like such an advanced like ant civilization, like where's your technology? Where's any of that shit? You're just like acting like ants. They were wearing like, but like they just they, they were wearing like helmets. But and they were they, they didn't weapons. have like blasters or anything like that. They were just like running around biting and crawling over shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It ain't broke. I don't know. I guess not. But then, yeah, Kang got beat by a bunch of ants. He did. It was not a good showcase for your next big bad. <laughs> it definitely was not. Ever <laughs> since the Infinity Saga ended, I feel like the MCU cannot find its footing. It's been directionless. It's been a little it directionless. Really, it really has, and, and it's unfortunate because the Infinity Saga was so freaking yeah. good. And I want more of that. And I feel like I keep giving them chance after chance, and I have no idea what direction they're taking. I was looking forward to seeing what Kang could bring us because I've I've gone back and I've rewatched that last episode of Loki so many times. It's because the actor that plays He Who Remains, he Jonathan Majors. He, yeah, he portrays that role so fucking well. He is so good in that. I last wanted to episode. bring up Jonathan Majors. Yeah, the whole his whole cr- criminal thing. He kind of got me too a little bit, right? Yeah, but I also heard that that was possibly a lie too, because he, like, well, the story is <coughs> that like he was abusive to his girlfriend and possibly beat her, and she was like suing, like char- trying to press charges against him for like abuse and like physical abuse. But then after the fact. You had the driver, apparently, of, of them who was driving them to, like, where they were going to, like, a party or something like that or a club who had testified, who basically came out and said, I was with them during that whole altercation. And when it started heating up, Jonathan Mayer just told me to stop the car. And I stopped and he got out and he walked away. And then, like, after the fact, I guess the uh, girlfriend or I don't know if it's girlfriend, fiance or wife or whatever it is. But she basically claimed that, like, oh, she broke her finger because he hurt her. But, like, there's photo evidence of the night that it supposedly happened, her at the club using the hand that she supposedly broke her finger with, doing all kinds of stuff, like digging in her purse, and, like mm-hmm. putting her help in her bow. So like, it, clearly it wasn't hurting because she was at a club and not in the hospital getting her finger broke. So there's, there's right now, su- her, her story suspect is what's going on. She, it's possible she could be lying. So, well, uh. which is fucked up because it mean it, it doesn't, like bode well for her. I always want to believe the victim. <laughs> exactly. I, like and, and women, and we've talked about this umpteen times on the show before. <laughs> Sound like a broken record here, but I have to say it again. Women are assaulted sexually, physically at a much much higher rate 
Yes. Than men are. We're not and saying too that too many men of them aren't. are swept under We're not the rug. Men aren't, but. Too many things. Too many bad things happened. So I always chose to believe the woman in these instances because more often than not, it was true. Then the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing happened, yeah. and that kind of shined a light on the whole. Wow, that guy's career was almost ruined, and it came out that she was full of shit. Yeah. And now we owe him, all of us owe him a serious apology. And I don't want to make that mistake again, but at the same time, I don't want to victim shame either. So you're in a a real precarious situation. If she is lying, she is not doing the Me Too movement any credit. She's doing it more harm than good. I'm with you where I want to... I want to... I want to keep an open mind is what I want to do. I want to keep an open mind with this until more news comes to light until, you know, it's made a decision whether the charges get dropped or whatever. It seems like some, obviously somebody's lying, but like from what I understand, there's like photo evidence of the night that she said she got abused and hurt, you know, using the hand that she said where her fingers broken, like doing shit you probably shouldn't do or be able to do because it would hurt too much to like do it. And that's the only evidence that I've seen or that I've heard about, but who knows? It's, it's enough to make me doubt at the very least. So, yeah. And uh, I don't want it to be true because I think the guy, I think he's really good. I do like him a lot, especially like, like I said, I've gone back and rewatched that last episode of Loki season one many times. And he does a great job playing that character whenever he's talking to Loki and Sylvie. So I liked him in Lovecraft Country. I still haven't watched that. I still, I still uh, gotta. Get, that's that's on my list of shows I, I need mean, to get to watch. I, I I feel like the MCU Kevin Feige really, really invested a lot in him. And if these allegations come out to be true that he really did do terrible things, then this is going to be really bad for them. Yeah. I mean, DC has a problem with Ezra Miller right now. The Flash is coming out soon, so we'll see They're how this really is handled. really pushing the... Well, no Batman's in this movie, too, guys. Yeah. They're really pushing the... Ben oh, Affleck's playing a larger role in this Listen, movie. Listen, guys, we know the movie's called Look. The Flash, but there's Michael Keaton! Yeah. <laughs> ben Affleck's here, too. He's Ben Affleck's sticking around for much more than... He's not just making a cameo. He's actually in the movie. And I'm telling you, Grant Gustin's going to be in this Sean's movie. Sean's coming back, guys. Grant Gustin is going to be in this movie. I doubt it. I'm, I doubt yes, it. he I is. Want, I want. I'm telling I want you. it, but I doubt it. And and I don't think they're going to do this, but they could flip it on its head and somehow kill off the Ezra Miller version of the Flash and keep the Grant Gustin version of Say Flash. what you want about the CW shows. Grant Gustin is a good actor, and he is a good Flash, in my opinion. I do like him in those shows. So I, I would love that. I would... if if. If you came to me and said, you'll never guess what happens, spoilers, Ezra Miller's Flash dies and Grant Gustin's live, I'd be like, take my fucking money and let me go see this movie now. But All I know is James Gunn should have paid attention to Spider-Man No Way Home. Is that what it was? Yeah. Sorry, all those names have home in it somewhere. Stop making them sound the same so we can them apart. When every millennial simultaneously ejaculated yeah. when all of the Spider-Men were together. 
and they were just talking. They were just talking. Just, just do more of that. They weren't like, doing anything. They were standing on the Statue of Liberty, just gabbing with each other. And we were like, bring, oh, this is fucking crazy. Bring all of the Flashes and all of the Batman and all of everybody together, and it will be cool, and we will like it. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Yes. You brought all... You said the same thing. Oh, they're not going to bring all the Spider-Man. There's no way. There's no way. And they did. They did. I they fucking me. did. I so. thought it was a rumor. That shocked the hell out of me. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. It got broke. That. Somehow that got leaked that that was a possibility. You know what it was? On the Sony lot, Yeah. they, they saw Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire walking around. Tobey Maguire is not doing too much work right now. No, he's not. So when he's walking around the Sony lot, everybody's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's here. Going? Wait, the two Spider-Mans are on the lot? They're on the lot Holy while Spider-Man is being filmed. So that was just, they just planted a little seed and it grew into a whole big thing. Yeah. Which was cool as hell. But Dude, All right. Talk about MODOK in this movie. Let's oh. talk about MODOK a little bit. Oh, I forgot about him. Fucking MODOK. So this whole movie... This cements that this just looks like, and this is the way the movie looked to me. And I was th- trying to think about when I was watching. I was like, "What does this look like to me?" This looking, it looked like a Spy Kids movie. And then Modok shows. Modok did look like a Spy Kids, but not just Modok, but the entire movie. Like, think about the set. It looked like how cheaply made the Spy Kids. I movies thought. Were. I thought Spy Kids is a good example. Yeah. I thought he kind of looked like uh, uh, the face of Bo from. Doctor Who. That, too. that fucking too. I was like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> he looks so weird. Weird man. It was so, weird. And he, but like, he didn't look cool at all. It wasn't like he looks weirdly cool. He just looks weird. Modok's like a fun character, like a cool character. And that's how they're gonna put him in the MCU. That's it. He's gone now. He's gone now. He died. So the the actor. The, Modok is the villain from Ant Man One. That is who Modok is because he got Spoilers. sucked out of the quantum universe. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's on Disney Plus at this point. You can watch it. So that's who Modok is. That's not the same. It's the same actor. It's yeah. not the same Corey character Stoll. though. That character is not the same from that movie. He is a completely different personality. He has a different. And then halfway through the movie, he started becoming like a jokey, quippy character, or like he started get even his death. Was played for jokes, where like he was sitting there talking about like I'm an Avenger now, and Scott's like, "Yeah, buddy, sure you are. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's just like, like looking at his watch, like, "Can we go now?" Like the dude's dying. Like it was, I felt like this movie was really, really trying to do the quippy joke thing, and I think Marvel needs to jump off the every movie needs to be quippy fun jokes. Not every movie needs a cork, but they were really trying to push those quantum citizens. Some of those characters to be like the next core, like the funny, quippy, like blob dude. I that mean, you drink his, I drink mean, his goop, and you can he understand their language. If it's delivered right, the quippy, funny jokes, Ragnarok was great and yes. hilarious. Yes, it was. Guardians of the Galaxy is great and hilarious. I've heard the third one's amazing too. I've heard. So I haven't good, seen it yet. Nothing but good but, things. Uh, those are two examples: Guardians of the Galaxy and Ragnarok. Yes. But then Love and Thunder kind of sucked. Yeah. Because the jokes missed. And there were, it was there like, were a few funny ones. There were a few it was funny like ones. Cringy. The goat joke was funny until they took it too far. It was funny until they beat it into the fucking ground. So not every you don't need not every movie has to be quippy funny. Come on, guys. Come on. But I like it. I like it sometimes, but it doesn't always need to be like that. 
Like, okay, you have an Ant-Man movie. Who should be the quippy funny one? Ant-Man. That's it. He's pretty funny. That's it. No, you don't need another quippy funny dude. his character was always kind of funny. Yes. You don't need another quippy funny person in the movie. You've got the quippy funny guy, Paul Rudd. Thor was not quippy and funny in Thor 1 and Thor 2. No. But in Thor 3 and Thor 4. But they never had a quippy funny person in the first two movies either. So no. It was all serious. Those movies sucked. I don't, I, the first one's all right. The second it was one's okay. The second one's just horse garbage. It might be one of the worst Marvel movies. I say it used to be the worst. After this movie, I don't know if it's the worst now, but just pull back. Just pull the reins back on the quippy. Not I every still think character. Eternals is the worst. I never saw it, but I've seen clips of it enough to make me not want to watch it. So it looked like the story looked like it was trying to do some interesting things, but the execution didn't look too well, in my opinion. So I didn't even want to watch it. I, I'm, I didn't even watch Black Panther 2 yet. I haven't watched. But Wakanda Forever, so which you I don't. Some watching to I do. don't. I'm not going to watch that though. I'm not going to see it because I don't want to. Because the reason why I would want to watch it isn't there anymore. Chadwick Boseman, he's great. He's not there anymore. Why would I watch that movie now? What reason do I have to watch it? Namor. I've heard he sucks though. Nah, he's not. I heard for I I've heard from a lot of good sources sources I trust that they did Namor dirty in that movie. So. And you know what? Na- I saw the trailers. Namor looks like a goofy fucking character that I don't really Have care about. Have you seen about. the comics? Yes. Namor looks like a goofy freaking character in the comics, So he too. should not be your main villain, then. I'm sorry. Why? Because he, he sucks. He's a very dynamic, layered character. He d- Just dude, just the way... It, we talked about Adam. Rick and Morty. Who, fucking Mr. Nimbus is nothing but Namor. Yes, that's and a that's goofy, hilarious. That's, yeah, it's funny. For a joke, but not for like a serious movie. Not for like I want this to be my villain. Adam, I'm not asking to for you to get a root canal. I'm asking you to watch a two hour and thirteen minute Marvel film. Time is a commodity, and you it is have something all I the value. You so. have time. I know I have time. It's a matter of whether I want to spend the time. Look. I have all the time in the world. Doesn't mean I want, I want to go run up the hill twenty times just because I have time to do it. But it's not. It's watch. It's sitting on your ass watching a Marvel movie about comic book characters. Time like that You're could be spent it to watching something a half fun. It's not the same. Time that could be spent watching something I enjoy. Actually enjoy. Chadwick Boseman's not in the movie because unfortunately he has passed. That is very unfortunate. Other than that, what there's what character do I appreciate in the Black Panther universe right now? Really, in the first Black Panther, I loved Princess Shuri. Yes, I loved her in. Infinity War. I as well. loved her as a supporting character. I don't think she can lead a movie, though. I don't think she can lead a movie. What? Just like I like Ant Man's daughter as a supporting character, I don't think she can lead a movie either. They recast Cassie. Did they? Mm-hmm. That's it's fine. Not, That's it's fine. Not the same girl. That's fine. But like it, I don't have a problem with her as a supporting character, but. Don't lead him whole movie on her own. I I wouldn't be surprised if they try to shoehorn. They try to make like a Young Avengers movie and they shoehorn her into it. Okay, they are. She's in it. I'm not gonna watch it then because there's a lot of characters it's, I don't. It's think not gonna can, be a movie. It's gonna be a series on Disney Plus. And I don't think they can lead their own sh- show successfully. Look, you burnt Disney Plus. You burned me with Captain America and Winter Soldier. You burned me with that show hardcore. I what didn't. What was wrong with that show? That show sucked. I think it's no. you. I think it's unanimously. People unanimously think it sucks. It, it was not that good. It sucked. It was not that good at all. 
Here we are, Mr. Optimus and Mr. Negative. We knew we'd get to this point. It just took us a little bit longer. I want you to text Pat. Ask him what he thought about uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Like three years ago when it came out? Yeah. Ask him what he thought about that. You trust his judgment way more than you trust mine, so like, ask him what he thought. I mean, <coughs> he knows more about comic books. Yeah, he does. say he know, knows more about comics. He knows more about everything. Yes. Than us. Yeah. So, yes, I do trust his judgment. Exactly. So, <laughs> and I trust his judgment more than I trust okay. yours. So, right. he, he would be the deciding factor. I, I think it sucked. I think it sucked. I think the only good Marvel TV shows they've made so far... I can't I can't judge Ms. Marvel because I haven't seen it yet. That's good. on my list of things that I'm going to watch. Uh, so I can't judge that one, but WandaVision was good. WandaVision was the Loki was great. That Loki was, was Loki was the best, I think. Loki I think WandaVision's was, my favorite. That's but fine. Loki was probably the best cuz it was like the springboard kind of for the next series of what the movie should be. So I think that was the best. Ant or uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, my opinion, it sucked. So we'll see. I think I think Captain America and the Winter Soldier was good. No, no, I'm not the movie, the TV show. Oh, Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier. Soldier. That's what I'm talking oh. about. That's what I'm talking about. Captain America think and the Winter Soldier the is one of my favorite. In films. the end, at the end, they called it Captain America and Winter Soldier. That's what I was thinking of. The end title card. Whenever the whole show is finished, they said Captain America and Winter Soldier. I think what really did that show disservice is when they had to change the storyline with the with the the virus. Yeah, because it came out during the pandemic and they're like oh shit there's a real virus happening in the world we can't have a show about it so there was some big gaping plot holes there with like the people yeah. who were like dying in the hall what are they dying of like fuck if i know does everybody have hepatitis like what's now that you know what i'm talking about what's what, what's, what's your opinion of falcon winter soldier then you think it sucks no i like okay. it okay i like it text pat about falcon winter soldier instead. i'm not going to right <laughs> so, now um but yeah, I think they. I think this movie was weird. I don't think it hit the mark it needed to, and I think it overall sucked. Not good. Talk about the end credit scene before we move on. The end credit scene. We had two end credit scenes. One was with uh, multiple Kangs. multiple Kangs in like an arena. For like, some reason, they were just like, did you did you when they were like panning out to show you how many Kangs yeah. there were? Did you see the two Kangs? That were in like the foreground, they were like bro Kangs that yeah. were like they had their hands on each other's shoulders like at a football game, and they were just like going. Ah! Yeah, like, I saw they were, other, going, they were going crazy, and I, like, like, ah! and I was like, "What the fuck is going on? What are they doing? You wouldn't do this in the real in the real world. Like, what what the fuck going is going on? on? What what you just appear somewhere and you're like look around like like ah! is that what Jonathan Majors did is to that- his wife? <laughs> is that what he did? Because damn. <laughs> that was Shots weird. fired across the just, bow. There was just some weird <laughs> shit going on there. I was like, it was they were going crazy. I imagine, I imagine that page exists somewhere in a comic book where it's just a bunch of different kings doing some bunch of crazy shit. And the person who wrote the movie is like, "What if we did that page?" And they're all acting crazy and stuff like that. I'm like, "How are you gonna fucking wage a multiversal war like, with these fucking they goobers?" Just, they just had like Egyptian Pharaoh Kang. They had Tron Kang. Yeah. And they had like Reptilian Kang just like having a conversation. And then they walk out. And then there's like. Then there's an arena, like, 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 like an old, like the Colosseum in Rome, just just filled with Kangs. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It looks, this looks dumb as shit. You're going to wage a multiverse war with this, these fucking people? You've lost, dude. You've, you lost. If there's that many Kangs, I want just as many Iron Men. In the next movie. 
Don't give him ideas, Scott. <laughs> Don't give him ideas. You're giving him ideas. What was the other end credit scene? There were two. What was the other one? Probably sucked. Can't remember. I cannot remember what it was. Playing the drums or something. No, that was. <laughs> no, it was. It was actually pretty important. I think. I can't remember what the fuck it was though. We'll talk about it next week. I don't know. I'll look it up. <coughs> Scott. I feel like they were both important. That one was important, but the other one was important, too. I just can't for the life of me remember what the hell it was. Hey, it's time for my top ten movies. Are we going to do top ten movies next? Yeah, we're going to get out of the way here. Okay. All right. So we left off on 65. I'm going to do my next ten. For those of you who don't know what's going on, I compiled a list of my top 100 favorite movies. And each week, I'm going to read off ten. Now... These aren't the best movies. These are my favorites. So it's subjective. So if you don't like it, kiss my ass. Ready, Adam? I'm ready. Number 65, favorite film of all time. I have The Wizard of Oz. Classic, right? I have no opinions of that movie, I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen that movie in years. It's probably actually been a couple decades since I've seen that movie. It's It's okay. I enjoy it. It's it's okay. It's it I is fine it. It's a great for its story, time. Classic story, uh, before its time. You know, it really yeah. really did a nice job. It's my it's one of my mother's favorite movies, so it holds a special place in my heart. Number sixty four, Adam. I have The Godfather Part One. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. A lot of people say this is the greatest film of all time. I wouldn't go it's that far. Sixty four for me. I wouldn't go. It's the greatest movie it. of all time. I love it. It's definitely my favorite in the Godfather trilogy. I think I already had Godfather 2 on this list earlier, but this one's a little bit higher. Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool movie. Yeah. Pretty cool movie. Enjoy the characters. Sidetrack. I forgot. The second end credit scene was actually really important. It was the Loki scene. Loki. That was the Loki scene when they were like, there's Loki. the 1920s fucking variant of Kang. Yes. Like a, like a Thomas Edison or like a Tesla kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I it looked it just, up and I had to know. That one was actually It led good. into... Loki season Loki two. Loki season two. Yeah. That one I'm actually excited for. Number 63. I have The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. That, you know what? That's a, that's, a, that's a good Lord of the Rings. A lot of people say that's their favorite Lord of the Rings. It's my favorite. It's not my favorite Lord of the Rings. No, it is. Two Towers is. I love Two Towers. Not bad. Here's why. I was, I was talking about this. I hate, I hate the whole ghost ship thing when the ghost fucking beat the beat beat Sauron's army and shit like that I hate that it's such a cop out it's so bullshit there's no there's I and you know maybe it was that way in the books I don't think it was that way in the books I think it was something different but I can't remember but it's so like it's so easy like there's no there's no struggle there at that point like they show up in the ship and a bunch of ghosts come out and slaughter all the orcs and all the other armies it's like alright whoop de fucking do that's fine I love it, but that's fine. Can we agree that uh, the Fellowship of the Ring is just too much walking through the woods? It is a lot of walking. And can we agree that the Hobbit movie Here's the is thing. way too much dwarves eating? It is that. Okay, okay, good. All right, we're Fellowship on. of the Ring, though, the end of that movie, fucking top. Fucking top dog when the orcs come and attack and Boromir's on the blowing the, the horn. And they're and like it, the coolest shot I've ever seen in those movies was the, se- the sequence where... Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli are fighting those orcs and then they hear the 
Horn of Gondor. And the Horn this of is like, Gondor. It's Boromir. And then they have to run off. And as they run off, the camera pans. And it's one shot as it pans over the forest. And it goes over all these orcs running through the woods to where Boromir is fighting. Coolest fucking shot in those movies. Love it. Peter Jackson is a genius. I'll give him credit there. So that was... I lost my spot. Number 63, Return of the King. Number 62, I have Sin City. I, I was really obsessed with that movie for a long time. I thought it was... I Like, I thought it was so fucking... And it's a good movie, but, like, I was super... I would watch I love the all, noir aspect, the Frank Miller comic. I love a good noir. Made, yeah. I, first time I saw that was whenever it was on Stars. And it was way, well, I saw it in the theater. It was way back when, before streaming was a thing, when we got a digital box for the first time for cable in our household. On demand? On demand. But, like, we also got access to, like, some of those other channels, like the Stars channels and some of those other channels that I'd never before ever encountered. And I'm like, holy shit, this is cool. And it was whenever they would, like, play a movie and then keep replaying it, like, 50 times in a row and just on that one channel for, like, the whole weekend. Oh, yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. Sin City, and then I watched Sin City again, and then I watched it for a third time. I was like, all right, let's fucking do it's this. It's really good. It is really good. Jessica Alba's a babe. The dance scene? Oh, oh my God. The Nancy. Dancing. Nancy, you're killing me. That is uh, my 62nd favorite movie. Love that movie. Number 61. I have Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from 1971, starring Gene Wilder. That's a good one. That's the good one. Gene Wilder's fucked up in that movie. Yeah. He's, Gene Wilder's yeah. great in everything. I think he was on a lot but of that drugs. that boat scene? That boat, boat scene? Oh, my God. He let those kids die in that movie. They're dead. They had to retcon that for whenever They're they did dead. the Johnny Depp one. They had to really retcon that. Like, no, they survived. They, they made it out of life. They're not no, those, dead. Those fuckers are dead. Yeah, those... The, the, the original, the 70, 71 version. The princess. Those, those kids are dead. The princess brat burned alive in a furnace. Just she's that's, dead. That's saw level of like fucked up. Oh man, here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. My sixtieth favorite movie of all time is The Birdcage, starring Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. I was Lane. just thinking about that the other day. I fucking... I love, so, a cool story about that movie. I, I, I cool story, too. I just heard about it. It was about Nathan, Nathan Lane and his interview with and stuff like that, and he was doing interviews for that movie. Does uh, that have to do with that? No. So, apparently, he was talking recently, and I saw an interview where he was talking about how, before he came out as gay... He was doing interviews for that. They were on like the interview tour for their movie and stuff like that. And there were like a lot of interviewers that were trying to like get the scoop. Is Nathan Lane gay? Because he he's really good at playing a gay guy. They're trying to like get him kind of closet. Robin knew that he was in the closet, and every single time they would try to bring it up, he kept deflecting it back to him to try to give Nathan Lane a break. So like he like being the nice guy and just deflecting all the everything back to like him so that they could leave his fucking ass alone. So he was ready to. Yeah. Yeah. That was it's a great Robin Williams story. Well, I have a fun story. Have you ever heard of the Telluride Film Festival? Yes, I've, I've heard of it, yeah. It's like there's the Sundance Film Festival. That's Robert <coughs> that's Redford's the, yeah, one. Yeah. That's the big one that's out west. The Telluride Film Festival is like, uh, this might be inappropriate. This is always the same. The redheaded stepchild of that. It's like the Kmart version yeah. of the Sundance. But it's still a pretty cool film festival. A lot of indie films play in it. So I've been to Telluride, Colorado. I went when I was younger in the 90s. Uh, went to ski trip. It was in the wintertime. It was the springtime, rather, but skiing, you can still do it there. Went skiing and then went into town. I went to one of the theaters. It wasn't during the film festival. 
I wasn't there during the film festival, but the theaters that they used for the film festivals were still open to showing movies. I saw The Birdcage in a Telluride Film Festival theater in Telluride, Colorado. That's so good. Really cool story. So good. Really, really cool story. Um, That's a great movie. Can you so watch that movie good. in Florida anymore? Not anymore, probably. No. no. It takes place in Florida. Yeah, isn't it Miami? It takes place in Miami. Miami, yeah. And it's funny because it's relevant for today because it was a drag club and Gene Hackman's character was like the conservative senator. Yeah, he's the DeSantis of that movie. It's such it's a, a good, good movie. movie. I, I, if I you need to rewatch it. If you have not seen The Birdcage, it's Watch it. It's going to be one of your favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Honestly, so good. It's my 60th favorite. Love time. that. Number 59. We've got Spider-Man 2 from 2004. That's a that's the best Spider-Man. It's the best Spider-Man. It's the best Spider-Man. Like I don't even think it's close. It is the best Spider-Man. I really like some of the Tom Holland ones. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're pretty good. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's not the best Spider-Man. We'll get to that later. But it is the best Spider-Man, though. That's it's, the thing. It's one of the best. Spider-Man. But it is the best. I forgot about this. You're one. wrong. It is the best. Okay, wait. We wait for wait. Hold that thought. We'll <laughs> okay, I know it's uh, almost June when we're recording this. Not quite. Yeah. But my 58th favorite movie is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's the, probably the best one. He's gonna be like, no. Well, it's almost the best one. No, that is the best national. It's not the best one. It is the best one. <laughs> it is the best one, though. No. I had to check. It's not the best one. It's a very good one. It's it's. In fact, it's so good. It's my fifty eighth favorite of all time. All right. But this is the one I really wanted to get to. I've got two more. Dude, his rant in that movie, whenever he finds out about his Christmas bonus, oh, and he says, "Where's the title at all?" <laughs> I don't like Chevy Chase anymore because he's kind of a prick. He was okay back then. But now he's kind of a prick. But, like, that rant is fucking hilarious. He was kind of a shitty dude, though. Yeah. Like, Clark Griswold was not he's a not good a, guy. He was not a good man. He really was not. He tries to be a good dad, but he's a pretty terrible you know husband. What? I think that makes him the most human, though. We try, but we're not always good. We're not always good. Beverly D'Angelo was an absolute babe. Oh, she was a saint, And too. he just kept trying to run around on her. She was a fucking saint, too, oh. honestly. Put up with his bullshit. Yeah. All right. Number, this is the one I'm really excited to get to. All right. Number 57 favorite movie of all time. Are you ready, Adam? Yeah. Starship Troopers. Great movie. <laughs> you That's, smile. We talk, this podcast oh. might as well be like... We should be a Starship Troopers. Honestly, Starship Troopers fan. We bring that movie up a lot. I'm surprised it's good. I'm surprised it's only 57. I me too. It's so good. It's such. I'm not changing at this point. But what was I thinking? I don't know. Movie's pretty freaking great. Oh, Johnny Rico. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Disney. Starship Troopers. Watch it if you haven't Honest seen it. Honest to God. If, if you, you have like, seen it, also watch if it. If you like military movies and sci-fi movies, watch this movie. It's And they're so absolutely a fascist good. government. Yes, they are. Which 100%. we hate fascists. Yes. But, but this movie is so good, but though. It's, so, it's just... Oh, they get eaten by bugs, so... Most of them do. Giant yeah. monster alien bugs. Yeah. What a great idea. Not only that... What a great idea. Like, 
psychics exist in that universe too. Like it's not even like, a, and it's Dookie Hauser. Yeah, it's not even like it's not even like a fake oh. thing. Like it's a real science. Psychics exist in this universe as like it's so nuts. Oh my god. And last one. There's a brain bug. Last one, number fifty-six. My fifty-six favorite film of all time, Silence of the Lambs. That's a good movie. It's a really good movie. That's just a good movie. Like, if you like thrillers, like psychological thrillers and things like that, it's 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 the best of those Hannibal movies, honestly. Oh, yeah, not even close. Like, hands there down. wouldn't be any other ones if that movie... Did it win Best Picture? I don't know. It was around that year where all those movies were good. I think it might that have That was won. a good... That, yeah, that was a freaking great movie. Great movie. It's so good... I just live with so fava good beans and a nice Chianti. That it's my 56th favorite film of all time. All right, to, to recap today, 65 was Wizard of Oz. 64 was The Godfather, part one. 63, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. 62, Sin City. 61, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from 1971. Number 60 is The Birdcage. 59 was Spider-Man 2 from 2004. 58, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 57, Starship Troopers. And 56, Silence of the Lambs. Turn in next time. Tune in next time to hear my next 10. I love doing that. You love your list. Love, I, love a li- you, you love I love a list. good list. I love a good portal. Combine them. Love a- You're going to come all day. <laughs> so... Next week or next podcast, whenever we record, we're going to talk about Andor because I'm in the middle of watching Andor. I'm almost that's an older that show. show. That's it's not older. Shut up. It's not older. I mean, it's. I think I watched it last year. No. When did it come out? Christmas 2022. It wasn't last year though. Like the year ago was like. That was like six months ago. Come on, older my ass. Anyway, I'm, I'm in the middle of watching that. I'm almost done with that. I think I only have like three or four more episodes to go. So we'll talk about that next show. So there's um, no excuse for our listeners to not have seen Andor. Because it's been out for eight to ten months at this point. Yeah, at this point. And you have a week to refresh yourself. At least a week. Adam's going to talk in length about it next time. I've. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Maybe I need to refresh I you watched just, it. I liked watch, it. Go on YouTube and just watch like an Andor video recap. I I'm watched sure it and I liked it, has, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so I might be a little rusty on the talking points of it. So I'm just gonna talk about generally, just okay, a general fine, conversation fine. about it. No, no major. So details, Andor really. on Disney Plus. Yes. What else? You you you've been you've been watching a series of movies lately. So I've been catching up on. I'm glad you brought this up. This is, yeah. This we were talking about this yeah. before we were recording the podcast, and it, it led to a great <clears> conversation. I have a question for you, Adam. I have a question for our viewers and listeners. Everybody loves James Bond, right? Yeah, who does The British spy from MI6. You know, he's the dude. He's the bee's knees. Everybody loves him. Who would you consider the American version of James Bond? I'll give you a couple options here. Give me, give me a multiple choice. Okay. Multiple choice. The top three that I just came off the top of my head. I've got Jack Ryan right. from the, the Tom Clancy stories. Right. I've got Jason Bourne right. from the Bourne movies. And I've got Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossibles. 
Those are there's probably those, some other options out there, but those, those are the three, main. That's kind of the main ones. Yeah, I think, I think those three are three good choices. They're all three Americans. They're all spy-ish. I I say. I would say. Uh, I would say the American James Bond is probably Jack Ryan. Okay, but he's not the best of those. Like when it comes to movies, he's not the best of those. The best I would say is the Bourne movies. Like those yeah. Bourne movies are probably. Here's the thing. I, I'm going to admit to this. I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie all the way through. Not not one full movie. I've seen enough to like get the gist of the characters and stuff like that. But like I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie all the way through. Having said that, I will say Jason Bourne is probably, of all those movies, I like the best. Between the Jack Ryans and the Mission Impossibles and the Bourne movies. Those, those first three movies are great. So I'm going to give you my opinion right now. I recently, in the past year, year and a half, I recently rewatched all the Jack Ryan, the the movies. There's several movies, yeah. and then the TV shows. And there's been so many, di- just like James Bond, how there's been so many different iterations of James Bond, different actors playing him. Same thing with Jack Ryan. Yeah, and you've got Alec Baldwin, you've got Harrison Ford, you've got Chris Pine, you've got. Ben Affleck and you've got John Krasinski, right? Yeah. Am I forgetting any? <clears throat> Nothing I think of now. Okay, well those are the those are the five I can think. Of. There might be another one in there, but those, are you watching the John Krasinski show? Too? I've seen them all. Okay, I, I haven't seen season two. I've seen there's three seasons, I think. Is there three? I've only maybe seen the first season. Two, maybe I've two. only seen the first. So They're kind of blending together now. And anyway, I have uh, seen all of them, and recently, so they're kind of fresh in my mind, and I really, really like those movies. As of right now. I think the Jack Ryans are my favorite, but I don't think he is the American James Bond. I've just started watching all of the Mission Impossibles. Just like you said, the only Mission Impossible I've seen was Mission Impossible 1. <laughs> I've never seen any of the other ones. So I thought, let me go back. Where are they I, streaming on right now? They're on Paramount Plus. They're on Paramount yes. Plus too? Okay. So I went back, I rewatched one, I watched two, three, and four. So I've watched the first four. I need to watch, what, five, six, seven. I think eight's coming out soon, but it's not out I yet. lost track. Honestly. So there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And the, especially the early, like I said, I've only watched the first four. Maybe the newer ones are going to be a little bit different. But the first four are very, very campy, like old-timey, like comic booky, comic booky spy. Very comparable to, like, the Pierce Brosnan James Bond. Yeah. Like funny pulling the masks off, things exploding and like fighting bad guys. Like I think as of right now, Ethan Hunt is the closest thing to an American James Bond. That's fair. Yeah. When I finish all of the mission impossibles, I'm now going to go back and watch the Bourne movies. I've only ever seen the first the Bourne Identity. We found out there's a fifth Bourne movie that I didn't even know about. Yeah, there's about. five of those. I didn't see the Jeremy Renner one. Which is the Bourne Legacy. Did which not is the watch fourth that. One. And I didn't even know they made a fifth one. There's the Bourne Identity, the Bourne Supremacy, the Bourne Ultimatum. All three of those have Matt Damon. Yeah. The fourth one is the Bourne Legacy with Jeremy Renner. And then the fifth one that you haven't seen is called Jason Bourne and it's again with Matt Damon. Those first three Bourne movies had some of the best car chase scenes that I ever had. They were they're very like intense and like well thought out and well fleshed out in those movies. So they had some of the best car chase scenes that I enjoyed. So 
I look forward to once you've completed your synopsis, your final thoughts on I all mean, these movies. Shoot us an email at distraction at gmail.com or you can tweet us on Twitter at podcastfyd or you can comment on here on Facebook. Search for a distraction, comment. Let us know what you think. Which character, and it doesn't have to be the ones we mentioned, any, any character. Yeah, submit your own. Be like, you guys who are wrong. Here's who the real American Who is your opinion who you think the closest thing to the American James Bond would be? Scotty O. Scotty O. What's up? What's up? What's up? Glad you brought What's that up? up. I'm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you forgot or not. What's going, um, what's going on? It got confusing though because, like, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Two, Mission Impossible Three, and then they started calling them weird things. Yeah, can we go back to normalizing just using numbers in our titles? So like, I did. I had to look up the dates to see which one like came first. Yeah, like I think I just watched one that was called Ghost Protocol. Yeah, that's one of the best ones I think I've heard. It was good. It was number four. So here's the thing. Pretty good. Like, honestly, can we... we Jeremy we, Renner's in it, by the way. We got it. She's <laughs> maybe in fucking he, everything. Maybe he <laughs> is the closest thing to the American James Bond. Is he American? Is, I thought he was English. No, he's American. Is he? I guess he is. Yeah. Never, I think about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hawkeye yeah, doesn't yeah. have an accent. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> when it comes to British actors, it means nothing. Henry Cavill's, you know, British, but he played a Kansas boy in Superman. Dr. Strange doesn't have an accent, and Benedict Cumberbatch is as <laughs> British as they make them. <laughs> Penguins. You can't get Penguins. any more British than Benedict you, Cumberbatch. You really can't, no. You really, no. Like, I feel like his name is like a Mad Libs British, <laughs> British name maker generator thing. <laughs> oh... Cornelius Bumper Shoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's, the, that's, that's the name of the show. That's the name of the show. It is. It All is. right. Adam. Scott. Why don't you tell the people how they can get a hold of us? If you want to get a hold of Fourier Distraction, you can email us Fourier Distraction at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Search Fourier Distraction at podcast FYD. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, uh, 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 Spotify. We're also on there, too. So you can search for us on there and subscribe and listen to the shows on there. We're also do our live video on Facebook. We also do – I upload the videos to YouTube. So mm-hmm. you can – I link the YouTube link to all the descriptions, and I'm sure it's on the Facebook descriptions. You can click on there. You can subscribe to us on there to get the live video after the fact. Uh, subscribe. Follow comment yep. like rate us share us with your friends the way that we grow is if you guys help us grow there it is there it is that's there that's always the tagline of the show there it is we're I still a member it. of the electronic media collective dot all right so head over to electronic media collective.com and you can listen to us on there and a bunch of other really really awesome shows i'm on i'm on tiktok yeah we did we, an episode where we didn't talk about tiktok holy shit uh scotty knows on tiktok Malanky 10 i don't know how you find me Search for Scotty Knows. Yeah, that there you go. That that works. Search for Scotty Knows. I'll come up. We'll post it to our Facebook too. Um Yeah. So uh What else? What do you got? I don't know. 
I'm, oh. jo- I'm on the job hunt right now. It's hard out there right now. I've noticed. It's hard I'm, out there for a pit. I'm I'm noticing like hardcore right now. Like when I'm doing the job applications and everything like that, I'm searching for jobs. Like I've gotten a couple callbacks, but they were for jobs that like I didn't apply for. Like I applied for like some computer IT job or some tech job, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to be like a salesperson?" I'm like, "Fuck no, I do not want to do that at all." And like every single job like uh posting is like you need three years or five years experience doing this plus this and this and this and i'm like i'm searching for entry level jobs literally entry level means i've not done anything Mm. entry level entry level hiring entry level job need 12 years experience six olympic medals and superpowers (laughs) apparently you have to be fucking spider-man to get any of these jobs (laughs) 